get started. Uh, and we can do that by letting me tell you that this is the Enemy Slime Podcast. This is episode number 168. I'm your usual host, Jared, and I am joined today by Mr. Trevor Bowles. How you doing? I have Mr. Michael Mahoney. Hey, you don't tell me nothing. I got that old scallywag, Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. I got Mr. J. Joseph Jr. Freedom. Freedom. And. Freedom. Back and blacker than ever. I got Mr. Doug Wilson. That's my name. Don't wear it out. <laughs> no one would. No one ever would. <laughs> Um, let's... <laughs> Doug Wilson, Doug Wilson, Doug Wilson, Doug Wilson, Doug Wilson, Doug Wilson. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> it is getting old. Uh, why don't we start this week by talking about everybody's favorite uh, company, uh, our good friends at Nintendo. Uh, Tre- Trevor and I were just <laughs> musing about this the other day. Uh, Trevor sent me No, you message. literally prof... You literally had insider trading knowledge and prophesize the ending of the NES. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you sent me a message. Tell us the truth, Jared. Your uncle works at Nintendo. So <laughs> yeah. You sent, yeah me, you sent me a message, and, uh, and you were like, hey, I really want that NES classic, and I still haven't seen one, and I just sent you a Yeah, there wasn't a scalper I, one, yeah. And I said, ah, you're probably never going to see one. Not because I knew anything. <laughs> <laughs> and literally, what, like four hours later, the story was breaking that there was no more that are going to be ever made any, Prob- or made anymore. Probably. And so the discussion here is that I think we did this. I think we caused it. Uh, Damn it, Jared. So, I mean, we've talked about Nintendo and, and manufactured rarity before, and it looks like we're continuing down that path, at least with the NES Classic. I don't think the Switch will suffer. <laughs> well, this time it bit like them that. in the ass. <laughs> How great! How great would it be if they're just like, yeah, we're not going to make a switch anymore either. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Forget it. There's enough. Is, is that is that not what we, it felt like with the Wii U? We ran out of parts. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, the I Wii mean, we'll go get some more. What I what seriously I with the NES though? Oh yeah, go ahead. So I mean, seriously, with the NES though, are like, are people are they really like? Do they really not get that there's a lot of people that still wanted it, or yes. or do they just not care? I they, they, I they don't, don't care. get it. Maybe maybe Lucio could weigh in on this in some way because I feel like you have a little more business insight. But the only thing I can think of is that they just have shitty Dude, margins I, I, on it. Like I said, like three months ago, that I have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Do you think that like maybe they just don't make enough on it to care? Like, do you think that it could be something like that where like they people would console. pay people would pay no, more? Those things have to be like ten cents to produce, man. Yeah, that's. And I mean, the body of the ROMs is like whatever, man. What's the ROM cost? You know how. I, I, I think the leading conspiracy theory is that they want to charge you six bucks for a virtual console title of the ones that were on the that NES. Is, that is right, actually, right. that's probably as insightful as we're going to get with that, is that they're probably getting <laughs> 30 games for 50, 60 bucks when they can sell you them piecemeal at six right. to seven bucks a pop. Right. And I'm I sure mean, the yeah. Switch virtual console is like just about to happen. And so now's the perfect time to, you know, get that shit out of here and start with start with something else. Yeah. So why or even do it in first place? Insane, and they won't do that. <laughs> I, yeah, why would you do it in the first place? That's a good point. Well, I'm sure they made a fat nest egg off it. I doubt it's a ton, but I mean, it, it had to have uh, it had to have been somewhat lucrative. I wonder if we're going to see another one for like the Super Nintendo, or uh, I don't think I'd want to. That's see... what people were speculating. Yeah, Super Nintendo. Version. I don't. I don't really want to see one for the Nintendo 64 because that controller is fucked up. But uh, <laughs> I might consider it. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> 
I mean, I, God, I would it, really want an SNES one, this, but I'm apparently I'll never get it. At this point, if you see any Nintendo product and you think you might want it, you should probably just buy it like right now. Yeah, yeah that's a that's a good. <laughs> the problem is I, I, I never I see them. Back I mean, in the back in the Amiibo days, um, when I knew Jarrett was right on top of that shit. Every so often, I would want one. I'd be like, Jarrett, buy that for me, and I'll be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got to get it. In fact, actually, you just funny have enough, to get it. Uh, I've just barely bought uh, Hyrule Historia, the book, um, for that exact reason. Because I was thinking, like, hey, wait a minute. A new one just came out. Like, I bet you they're going to stop making this other one. So, I Oh, yeah. Because they just barely released a, uh, I forget what it is. It's called, like, Items and Artifacts or something like that. And it's an art book with, like, a bunch of lore about Zelda items. Um, Jesus! Zelda fans will buy anything. So that's whatever. the barrel that we're scraping. Is like, I want to learn more about. The, I, what the I don't f- even feel like it's like that? scraping a barrel because Lucio you just say, mic on the ground. Hey, we're releasing a book of uh, oh, releasing a book of Link's penis sizes. Come and buy this one. Oh wait, I, I want that. What? One. Hey, wait, Jared. So I got a question. Yeah. This uh, this book that you did buy. Yeah. Because the one that's coming out is too nerdy for you. What, what's it about? <laughs> Uh, it's basically like a really detailed breakdown of like the, the timeline of the series. It's Nerd. actually, I expect it's, it's, it's really actually more of a concept art type of book. Well, that, of was, that was what I expected. I'm surprised at how much text is in it. It's, it's a pretty, I, I have, it's a pretty thorough I have my read. copy right here. Let's see. Let's pull off the dust. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over there. You oh, went to us just like Toriel after you killed the Genocide. Uh, yeah, it's like it's there's like, a lot of timeline shit. It's like I don't, half. There's like I'd say it's half art book, half like lore guide, maybe. Yeah. Um. There's a similar. And actually, looking at it, the art book half isn't that good. <laughs> no, not really. Actually, uh, Zelda <laughs> Zelda kind of didn't have great art. Uh, pre Ocarina of Time, like most yeah. of that, most of that stuff is kind of not great looking, actually. I mean, like, why would you do detailed concept art if your thing is gonna be like two pixels? Yeah, that's that's true. Um, I mean, it's still, but, <laughs> it still looks cooler than the I, game. But but I mean, back to this yeah. whole NES thing, like, what I mean, like, what I don't know. I I just don't get Nintendo, and it really pisses me off. I mean, it makes me almost not want to buy a Switch because I'm like. They, they don't. They don't even ever have them, so I can't even buy one if I wanted to. All right, uh, buddy. I can here's give you the much thing: reasons not buy a switch. And, and this is the thing. I know. I what know. They're, what they're doing is they're cultivating a mindset because now, when you see one, maybe not you, Trevor, but when the normal person sees a switch, they'll pick it up. And actually, right, they're, because because they're going to panic, they're going to be like, "Oh my god! Well, I may never see this again." And so uh, they'll get it. And actually, funny enough, the only other people I know who have Switches are either pre-orders or the exact situation that I was talking about where they were semi-interested and wound up at like Target in the morning and were like, well, I guess I should buy this (laughs) before someone Mm -hmm. else does. Right. I know at least two people who could tell you that exact story about how they were just in the right place at the right time. And because they know Nintendo's (laughs) reputation, they were like, well, fuck it. I guess I better do it. I refuse to believe that Nintendo did it on purpose, though. This seems too. <laughs> well, I mean, stopping. This is stupid. Stopping ma- <laughs> making classic NESs seems pretty on purpose. I don't think they accidentally discontinued it. Like... What I mean is, I don't think like they, they planned that. Oh, we're gonna release the Switch before we're gonna release the NES Classic, and when they're really, we're gonna get them hard. They're I mean, if erect. If you want, if you want my theory, and when they're ready to go, we're gonna just pull it out, and we're gonna say, oh. 
I'm tired. I have a headache. I'm going to go to sleep. If, if you want my theory, I really do think that when they launched Amiibo, they actually were planning for as much capacity as they could, uh, just as they were capable of. And then this whole rarity thing happened and people went bananas. And I think it kind of taught them a lesson, which is uh, don't make don't make too much shit. Make less shit. And uh, it, it, I mean, you Pick can't it for Nintendo to, to get the, the wrong lesson from all this. Yeah, I, a little bit for sure. Uh, although on the other hand, like it it works. They don't have any NES classics left. They sold every single fucking one. There isn't a single one that they're sitting on in stock somewhere there's or discounting not, or anything like not, that. No, that, that, that's not how it works, Jared. Sure it is. They, they made a bunch of things and they sold all of them and they got money from it. And they don't really care if they <laughs> get more money. They, but that's the thing. They, they should but, but, but why? They, they already have lots of money. They don't really need more. They're fine. Yes, they do. They're a business. Yep. <laughs> Always need more. Well, yeah, but well, Lucio, you're, you're, you're under more. the impression that Nintendo is a rational actor. They, they're that's not. What, that's what I was saying. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. But, I don't know. I kind of like this know. attitude. I like this attitude of a company that's like, ah, I guess yeah, I don't care. You know, do whatever. It's like if if Starbucks was like, they only built like three of them instead of three Three thousand of them, you know. And they're just like, ah, come hey, in. Speaking of Starbucks, how about that unicorn coffee? Oh boy, it's taking the world by storm, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus. What's Christ. this now? Starbucks has a new unicorn drink uh, that's like colored like a rainbow, and it's got like glitter and sparkles in it. And uh, um, people are going like insane for pe- it. People are going bonkers. Uh, I don't think I think the Starbucks by me doesn't have it. Like they can't make it for you uh, because. They're out of the colors or something. I don't know. I hate this fucking country, man. <laughs> Japan has an American Pie Starbucks. Like the movie <laughs> where the chick stuck the flute in her? <laughs> no, the, the actual uh, cherry pie. Oh, cherry pie. Well, oh, that I, makes it better. I think it's still called American Pie. And it has like a, a, a pie shell as the top. Uh, that sounds kind of mm-hmm. wrong. It sounds gross. <laughs> so uh, the Japanese uh, are with us in their grossness. That sounds like something Japan would do, though. Uh, they got a lot of interesting... I mean, the Japanese are gross. The Japanese probably have like a corn frappe or something like well, that. And beyond that, it probably comes out of the... No, it has machine. to be like some like fucked up like seafood thing with like ice and shit. Squid ink mayonnaise corn frappuccino. I don't understand why we have all this speculating going on when we have an expert on Japan right here. I mean, Doug... It's fun. Because, until, until Doug said frappuccino, he just described a pizza. Week, and I know everything about Japan. <laughs> yeah, they do like to Ask me any fact about Japan. Japan. I can answer it. Oh, Jay's the Japan expert. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, Jay. Um... Where's Japan located? <laughs> it is located in the Indian Ocean, just south of Italy. <laughs> oh, shit, he does know it. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't do great in geography, so I don't Can we know. we verify enough. that claim? Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm no, just, he's right. It's the one the boot is kicking. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's the country the boot's kicking. Uh, I'm just going to Google Indian Ocean and see what I get here. Jay, what race are most Japanese people? They're mostly Chinese. Oh, huh. They certainly Spot look on. it. Stop asking the easy questions. Hey, you know uh, what? I'm starting to think that Italy's not even in the Indian Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> You're starting to think that, huh? I'm just starting to think that. Um, although, <laughs> that's your suspicion. Little surprise, you know who is there? Uh, India. You think that's related? 
I do not. Uh, what the hell is that? India. It's a country. Oh, India. Uh, India. Do you, you guys know that India <laughs> feeds the baguettes? times instead of Japan? What happened Japan in Japan? Japan is much bigger than you think. How big is it? India feeds seven times instead of Japan. No, <laughs> that doesn't sound true. <laughs> Come on, Jared. What a lie to you. As, well, as opposed to all those other things we've accepted as fact. <laughs> all right. Let's see. India, Japan comparison. I don't think this is going to bring up a picture. Uh, well, maybe. No, but you know what? You know what? Every country fits in Africa. I'm looking at the picture of it right now. And they got right here. Every single country right there in Africa. Not for well, maybe that's also. why Africa is so fucked up. Including the African ones? Uh, well, I think they moved those out yeah. to put in the other countries. Well, where did uh, they move them to? I don't know. Here, you look at the picture. Maybe you'll understand. Wait, See? they moved all the black people out of Africa? Finally, I can visit. <laughs> <laughs> I think they did that like 80 years ago. China. Yeah, China. Never heard of it. China's in there. Uh, they got <laughs> India in there. Um so yeah, anyway, there you go. Every country in the world is still not as big as Africa. They're they're missing quite a few countries, Russia. but sure. Oh, yeah, where's Fiji? <laughs> well, I mean, that's like a minuscule country. It's probably hiding behind Switzerland. Look, if if they fit a tiny little baby country like Switzerland in there, you think they're really missing some? That's every country in the world. You can even see on the on the right hand side, they show you every continent and where they fit in Africa. Do you see that? See, right there you have America. Those are continents. Yeah, that's yeah. the first continent, America. And then you got Europe, the other continent. And then you got India, the other continent. And then you have Japan. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have the last continent, which is China. Man, they really need to update the risk board. <laughs> all fucked up. All they will take Kamchatka from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> oh, you know what? I screwed up, actually. I'm sorry, guys. I'm wrong. Because Antarctica is a continent and it's not in here. Hey, what about Australia? I don't know about that one. I think that's just a country. And it's that's probably, just messed up, man. It's probably behind India. That's just made up. Australia is just made up? Yeah. There's a country, argued, country called Australia. I've argued that point before as well, Lucio, but nobody seems to believe me. Is Australia in Asia? Because I feel like a lot of countries are in Asia that I don't think of as Asian. Australia is not in Asia. The continent that Australia is in is called Oceania. No, Australia is in Oceania. That's classic. true. That's classic Australia for you. That's that, that's that's actually true. That's you true know what fact. they say down there. What do they say? What? <laughs> Good day, mate. Oh, that's yep. That's put exactly a shrimp it. on the pot. and we land. We, uh, sticks landing. Dingo ate your baby. There you go. That's that's another common Australian saying. You cheeky crikey, ye y'all. Now, how do they, how, Doug, do you know the name of their beer of choice? It's Foster's. It's Australian for beer. Yeah, but you pronounce the R too much because it's Foster's. That's Boston. Foster's. <laughs> that is Boston. Hey, give me Boston. a Foster's. Foster's. Hey. I'm surprised that uh, the Australian accent that Jared does is some words. <laughs> my my way. <wife. laughs> <laughs> At some point, this was a video game podcast. This is better. Let's talk about a video game, too, while we're at it, actually. Australian video games, go. Um, Oh, shit, are there any? That's a good question. I can't think of any. 
We're all Googling. And what electricity is, are they going to program it with? This is the podcast where we just Google <laughs> things. Did Nathan Drake ever got, go to Australia Apart for any reason? AFL lives in Australia, Michigan, which I would expect. Oh, there you go. Yeah, some uh, rugby. Uh, hmm. Well, you got Survival Island 3. There's a lot of classic. There's a lot of indies. Um, oh, Half Brick is Australian. The guys who make Jetpack Ooh. Joyride. Bio Adventures of Down Under Dan. <laughs> <laughs> now wait 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 are we talking about games made in australia or are we talking about uh, games taking place in australia taking place oh well that's a whole different that's a whole different I mean, story well this one this one sounds like it takes place in australia it's named samurai warrior the battles of usagi yojimbo oh hey, right. here's the studio wildfire studios they made games like austin powers pinball and jungo i mean there has to be like a crocodile dundee shitty nes game that was made right Oh, of course. There yeah, there's, a, there's, a, there's a shitty Shadows of Mortar that was made in Australia. Doesn't uh, doesn't uh, Adventure Island take place in Australia? Adventure I think it's supposed to be just a generic like Pacific Island, not Australia itself. That's the one where the guy's got the hat and he rides a skateboard, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adventures of Bayou Billy. Bayou Billy. I assume that prob- takes place probably in America. But it, it's clearly like he's Crocodile Dundee. What about, about Crash cricket what about Mario like... and Sonic at the Australian Olympic Games? <laughs> there we go. There Sounds go. right. The hey, only did game. you know that Blitz the League was banned in Australia? Yeah. I'm for banned at... because yeah, of drug use relative to incentives and rewards. Uh-oh. Or BMX XXX. You guys remember that game? It was just like naked girls riding on BMX bikes. Oh, yeah. But it, the graphics were so shitty because it was on Xbox that like you can't you can't look at pixel pixelated breasts. That's oh not, hell, I can. Don't tell me what I can and can't do. <laughs> I know we were a little I older think, when I that came out. A challenge thrower. <laughs> they've got can't the, get off to that. A lot better. Australia used to have some pretty serious. Uh, yeah, they banned shit left and right. But it's not as bad as it used to be. And, and what's it's weird, like what they decide to ban and what just slides right through when nobody's thinking about it. Um, because I mean that goes for a lot of places. There's some weird games that, like, do you guys remember the Syndicate reboot, the first-person shooter? Oh like, yeah. Why the hell no. they banned that? It's like the most harmless no. game. Um, I understand why they why they wouldn't allow Postal and Postal Two. Uh, because oh, are you like on an Australian ban list? Yeah, yeah. yeah they they banned they banned Paranautical Activity, and not because they threatened to kill Gabe Newell. <laughs> It was for entirely different reasons. I I feel like I actually remember that when that happened. Uh, Leisure Suit Larry, that's not a surprise. They really don't like sex down there. They don't yeah. don't want people getting that. Sounds I mean, horrible. why would a bunch of convicts like sex? I was going to say, I, I think they just don't like it between consenting adults. The most recent game they banned was Outlast 2. Outlast 2 has been banned in Australia. Is it because of all the predicts? There's also a lot of so some games will in order to circumvent the ban uh, they will they will make edits to the game and I've seen some rather creative edits as well so like instead of having your guy you know bleed when you punch him like butterflies come out <laughs> okay so I mean there's always a way there's like a, all this stuff God, there's like a whole article of censorship in Australia. Oh no, people didn't even get to enjoy Fifty Cent Bulletproof down there. <laughs> yeah. Quality, damn son. 
yeah. is what he probably said. <laughs> Let's see. Witcher 2 is banned. Witcher 2 is banned. Edition. The Stick of Truth is banned. Stick of Truth uh, is banned. Some good games. Uh, Hotline Miami 2. I think you could still buy all of these, though, uh, digitally. It's just they can't sell like physical versions the there. physical copies in stores yeah because yeah. i don't you, you can't stop the internet people from getting on there and downloading whatever the hell they want i mean the smartest one at least would use a vpn right don't tell them that they can't do but like mark echo's getting up like <laughs> what, what did mark echo do man you, you can have the youth getting that up. Just, i mean there is actually a lot of gang stuff in that it game it literally says banned for high impact themes involving the glorification of graffiti how can you have like uh, any game in Australia, like if that gets banned, I feel like there's a whole lot of other things that are missing from this list, like entire years worth of games that should have almost <laughs> certainly disappeared. I mean, let's let's be honest, though. Who in Australia is crying that they didn't get to play Mark Echo's Getting Up? I'm sure someone's really heard about it. I'm sure there's a big Mark Echo fan who's like, ah, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> One guy. I think that's the first thing it. a Mark Echo fan wants is a video game. I mean, all I want to do is play that Mark Echo game, mate, and I'm so sad about it. Groovy, baby. Groovy. <laughs> Look, it's not easy doing an Australian accent, as we've seen before. Uh, it, it, it's a difficult thing, so I, I don't we'll only take so much uh, shit for it. So uh, what about that player unknown, huh? Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Cause, um, <laughs> well, I think all of us have, well, not all of us, but I think at least three of us have played it now. And it's been out for a little bit. I think it's had a couple of patches. Um, mm-hmm. Trevor did trick a couple of us into buying it. <laughs> so are you not happy? <laughs> and with a million your, others. Are you not happy with your purchase, Michael? Do you feel like it was maybe not the best use of your hard-earned uh, money? Eh, kind of back and forth. I mean, I've, I played it a couple times recently and it's it's still okay. I'll tell you guys so, this. I have uh, four hours logged in that game, and I am deeply ashamed to admit I have no kills. I have not killed anyone. Oh wow, that's I, pretty sad. Jared. I basically <laughs> just I basically just get in a car with Trevor, and then I get and then we drive somewhere, and I just get beamed in like the in the fucking passenger seat, like from a building. Well, maybe stop fucking driving then. <laughs> Or whatever, it doesn't matter. If I'm in the car, I'll get shot in the head. If I'm outside, I'll get shot in the head. Like I feel like I basically, I basically load up on gear. I'm almost like a, I'm almost like a pack mule sort of for Trevor and his friends. And so I just load up on things and then go. You think that you'd have killed someone accidentally? I've shot people, but other people finish them. So I've never actually gotten the kill attributed to me. Um, See, that's a problem, Jared. All that troublesome teamwork. Can you like kill one of your teammates? I don't. I I don't know what it he is. He killed me. I did. Yeah, <laughs> I did kill Trevor actually. <laughs> so you have no kills. We were we were playing and and I can't remember what happened, but we got like stuck. Uh, two, two we were our, behind the fog two and we guys, were pretty far back. Yeah, we were yeah. in like the gas, and Trevor's like, "We're not gonna make it," so I shot him. <laughs> And he got it. I was like, wait. I was like, we could have tried. We could have given it an attempt. He just turned and shot me. All right. I wanted to see how the guns were. I mean, like, you know, the Spartans Spartans used to have their kids kill a slave so they would get, like, the teeth for blood. So maybe that's what you need to do. So I. Like, kill some random. Some random guy for no reason. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and say like, "Oh, I'm the best at games," because I know that everyone here will talk. Clearly not. Yeah, you well, don't have any clearly, kills. Clearly. <laughs> uh, 
so but i will say that like i in, in most first person shooters like i can hold my own like i can finish counter-strike matches and and be at the top of my team and stuff like that and it's not every time but like i can do it but for whatever reason i, I don't know if it's like the level of tension in this game but when i see someone in the game i just spaz out and like my mouse goes <laughs> everywhere and I, I just like panic and my heart starts thumping. I'm like, oh my God, it's a person. And it's like, it's like you wait so long for your moment to do something that when it shows up, you just fuck up colossally. Like, I guess that's yeah. probably my life in. I think it comes, I think, I think, you know, I had trouble at first too. And when I got, once you, once you play a little bit more, that kind of subsides, mm. I'd say, you know, that whole feeling because you're right. And, and that's part of the beauty of the game. I think is just the, the amount of tension that goes with that game is just so great. And, and that's what makes it fun, but that's also what makes it really um, annoying at times is mm-hmm. when you spend like 30 minutes and you're just collecting shit. And I, we've joked before, me and my uh, the buddies that I play with, it, it's kind of like a, sometimes it's a looting simulator because you spend <laughs> the whole entire game, you spend 20 minutes just looting bodies or, or looting, um, not bodies, but b- uh, buildings. And then somebody just shoots you from you have no idea where. And then you're like, wait a second, like. I just spent 20 minutes just looting buildings for no reason, no reason at all. And so and being afraid it, of shadows. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it gets really annoying. So. So is that your experience? And this is fun. <laughs> yeah. A lot of, I mean, a lot of the time is just you'll you'll gather gear until someone shoots you from behind in the back of the head. But at the same time, when the game can capture that tension of like, you know, there's somebody in the building next to you and maybe you don't have a gun or you're trying to get a gun or even just you're waiting for them to come around the corner. Like you might recognize it. It's, it's kind of like in rust, like those distilled moments where yeah. there's somebody around you and that's scary as hell. Cause they're, you know, they're going to try to kill you. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, rust produced a lot more of those moments for me, but just because there's a lot more, I think variation in the, in the kind of game you're playing, you know, like, like yeah. uh, doing raids and stuff like that. Uh, well, and you're a lot more invested in Rust at any given moment. Like if you, just, it just provides a lot more unique experiences. Like I remember busting into like a guy's house and like having him talk shit through his door, and he's like, "You guys don't have C4," and then we put up two charges on his door, and you can <laughs> just hear him go quiet. But um, I'd actually say for me, it kind of it gives me that little rush that Rust gives me without having to commit like 60 hours of my week and like a month of my life to it. That's fair. Right. I think that's totally fair uh, because you can definitely have that experience pretty quickly. Um, it, it is kind of like, I always think of it like, I remember when I decided I didn't like Starcraft and it was, it was like the first time that I built a base that I really, really loved. And part of my problem in Starcraft is I think that ghosts are cool. And so I just spend the whole time trying to build them. And um, there's really not a lot of reason to do that if you're playing competitively. And uh, so like, I go through all this trouble to get it set up, and then I, a Zerg come in and just destroy everything. And I, f- I hate starting over, and that's kind of a feeling that Player Unknown elicits a little bit, where you uh-huh. you spend all this time getting like kitted up, and you look cool, and like you're ready to go. And then, like you said, you, you run out of a house, and there's just a guy that you didn't notice behind the door. And uh, well, well, nothing is worse in that game than finding like a bunch of good gear. Like a you know that uh, that high quality assault rifle and getting a good scope and then you know somebody shooting you from behind yeah. and then getting into the next game and you can't find anything like you find <laughs> yeah. a a pair of gloves and then you just run out into the wild and someone shoots you anyway so that's actually I guess what I think of myself in that game is I'm kind of like a loot delivery system where I go and pick up a bunch of stuff and then bring it to other players 
Right, you're you're kind of like the enemy in a game. That, that, that like, sounds uh, like a cathartic gaming experience. Just say like, here you guys go, and I I still I haven't played enough to like learn what everything is and like what attaches to what. So my strategy is usually just pick all the things up. So I, I imagine I'm a pretty lucrative kill for most people. Well, a lot of the stuff, honestly, in the game is actually not even worth picking up. There's like a there's a lot of things I don't even really pick up any kind of the, the grenades because they're mm-hmm. they're usually not very useful. A lot of the times, if you spend enough time to toss a grenade, you're gonna die. Like yeah, it's, yeah. They it, really need a trigger for that rather than making you switch to the weapon. Right, exactly. And so there's, there's just stuff like that that I don't even mess with. You know, I don't like I said, I don't even use them because they're just not worth the the effort. I so. tried to I tried to throw a grenade out a window, but the window just bounced it back and it blew me. Yeah. Out. So yeah, <laughs> they uh, they they have problems with that, and even where the it'll go through the window, and so you don't even hear it go through the window when you're trying to you know if you're trying to not get hit by a grenade, it's like well what killed me? And it was a grenade, and it's because it just went through the window silently. There's all right. sorts of weird little bugs, which is one of the biggest gripes I have. And the RNG aspects of the game can be pretty frustrating at times. Um, you know, just with the circle, like Doug was saying before the podcast started, just like the or I think it was Doug or maybe it was Michael. Sorry, um, that uh, you know having trouble. Uh, with a strategy in that game, the best strategy that I found is to follow the circle, be like s- circle hug, um, especially mm-hmm. towards the end. That's usually the general strategy that works the best because that way you can use the the gas or smoke behind you or whatever you want to call it as a as a defense because nobody yeah. can, you know nobody can get in behind you. But then you have to watch the timer really closely because you have to get out if because that la- that gas at the end is just brutal. It just destroys you. So. The RNG aspect sucks, though. I mean, RNG is a big part of this game. If you get bad luck with the circle, you're going to just die. I mean, there's not really too much you can do about it. It's not even your fault. You're just that's just a game. You know, and actually, so, my, what's my RNG? Favorite, uh, R- yeah. Random number generator. That's what he's referring to. Oh, oh. Just, just the randomized loot, basically. Um, yeah. I funny enough, I think my favorite moments in that game so far have actually been right at the beginning of a match when you happen to parachute into the same area as like other people. And that like mad scramble to find a gun, um, mm-hmm. and uh, that's almost better to me than the end game where everybody's hiding and like trying to to navigate that. You had a really good match once, Trevor, where at the end you killed like five guys in a row, five or six guys. Yeah, and you were like, mm-hmm. remember you were like pinned behind a rock or whatever, and there were two guys left. Yep. and uh, they just they just barely so, got you. Yeah, the worst state in this game is about well, being the last one. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's uh, it's almost exactly like the culling, where basically the it's basically uh, the Hunger Games simulator, right? Yep, right, right. Exactly. And so it draws a circle on the map, and if you're not in the circle, uh, you'll you'll get gassed and uh, and, and die. It doesn't really look like gas; it looks more like an electric field. But everyone calls it right. gas, so right, I'm, I'm just going with it. But yeah, uh, it's it's true. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I, I love the concept, but it just maybe still isn't quite the execution that I want. Uh, I yeah, like. It, I agree. I like it. It's more got than a lot calling. of problems. I like it a lot more yeah. than the calling because uh, I really hate the melee combat, the rock paper mm-hmm. scissors. It feels too random. Like at least when the I, crafting is so brutal in the calling. Like you, like you said, having to memorize like, oh, I need a rock and three pieces of wood so that I can make this. You know, yeah, yeah, this thing, yeah, that's just so brutal. I will say this: um, I think that uh, I think it's on the right track, and, and like I said, I enjoy the combat a lot more. And I will say that when I die in Player Unknown, um, it usually feels maybe not fair, but like I understand why 
if that makes sense. Um, whereas in the culling, like I said, like there's matches I've had where like I thought I was doing great and then I get taken down um, just because I'm not really like understanding stats or the, mm-hmm. like I said, the rock, paper, scissors and like the shove and all this other stuff that you're that you're doing there. Whereas in player unknown, it's like, oh, that guy, he was hiding there and he shot me. And like, I get that. Like, yeah, that's a language I speak. So the only thing can... I don't like, I wish they had a kill cam because and maybe they'll introduce it later. I know it's still in early access, but the not knowing sometimes is really annoying. Like you you think you're in a safe spot and then all of a sudden you're just headshot and you're like, wait a second. What what happened? Yeah, that's where, yeah. where did I get shot from? That's true. If you're not if you're not like with your friends, a lot of times it's hard to figure out what happened. Um, right. And I definitely, absolutely, 100% have those moments where even right now I couldn't tell you why I died sometimes. Yeah. I actually think what might make the game better is a little bit more generosity in health and hitboxes. Because like, as it stands, you go down quick. Mm-hmm. Like, real quick. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know about hitbox, though. The, you don't want that hitbox to be any bigger because... Well, I meant, I, I meant more. Uh, I meant more like health, uh, like like giving the player a little more health or something. Hit points. Hit points. Yeah, not yeah, health, hit points. Not hitbox. No, not, not hitbox. Yeah, let's make the hitbox yeah. bigger. Let's make it easier for people <laughs> to shoot me. That'll, that'll go a long way in making me enjoy this game more. <laughs> it might. Um, you might like being a giant target. You're already carrying people's luggage. Yeah, as I say, I'm yeah, already I'm already as big of a target as I can be. Uh, I feel like when I play that game, I'm like I said, I'm really just doing a service. I'm just helping people out and uh, bring. That's right, you're just a loot. You're just a loot guy. I'm just loot. Oh, guy. that's a nice sentiment. Yeah, no, just kill me and take all my cool things that I've picked up. Although, like I said, I pick up everything. I'm not just like soda can. Sure, I got it. I'm picking up. Doesn't matter to me. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we talk about Mr. Shifty a little bit? Because I'm actually really curious. Uh, get shifty, get shifty, and dance. <laughs> he doesn't right. have that much character, sadly. Uh, yeah. So you guys all got a code for this? Is what you were saying? I think I think most of us did. Yeah. Uh, at cool. least at least Lucio, Michael, and I, because we're all on Tiny Builds list. Yeah, I'm not. So I didn't get one. Jay's not on their list. Um, he's been blacklisted. He's been blacklisted. <laughs> For all Literally of on a list of black. <sighs> Which is funny because I don't really think we've ever been particularly kind to Tiny Build. Like, is there a Tiny Build no, game? No, this is not going to be the game that changes that. Has there been ever been a Tiny Build game that's gotten a higher than a three on our site? I think I gave Punch Club a four. Okay, so Punch Club's the the black black sheep there. But this is not going to be the game that changed this that anyway. I mean, that's actually like I yeah. I, I think the a three is pretty much the perfect way to describe Tiny Build in general. Like. They they don't they don't deliver bad games. They just don't deliver like amazing games either. Are, are you sure? Are you sure that game, but it's that like... it's it or that tiny build was sabotaged by G two A? I mean, G two A definitely uh, you know fucked them up pretty bad. We never they really did, they did write another article about it. Did they really? Yeah, he he sent an email like uh, about two or three days ago. Oh, I haven't I haven't looked at it yet. Uh, I don't know why he can't let it go, but yeah, yeah, he's still pretty mad. I mean, there's the. Thing I, th- is, I think like, this is just. I think this is just the time of year. There is uh, the Chinese room suite as well. Everybody, everybody knows. Like, there's nothing left to do. Um, you're either cool buying potentially stolen shit from G2A, or you're not. Like, yeah, there's there's. Nothing... Well, they have that big breakdown, so it's like 
you know, if people are going to do it at this point, that's kind of it. Like, you know, I'm I'm never going to interact with them again. Who I only did it the, twice, uh, maybe. Who was the company that partnered with G2A just recently and had to pull it? Gearbox. If, oh, that's right. It was Gearbox. That's such a Gearbox <laughs> thing to do. Oh, Gearbox. Gearbox, uh, they... <laughs> I guess here's all I'll say. Randy Pitchford loves they're, fucking they're money. They're Academy valedictorians. That guy fucking loves money. And I love how everyone was like shocked when it turned out he didn't have like any moral standards whatsoever. <laughs> the guy, the guy, yeah, who, I don't know surprised. the guy who fucking released alien colonial Marines. They couldn't believe he wasn't an upstanding citizen. They were like, I can't believe he'd stoop to such a low as this. But, yeah, uh, well, like Gearbox is not the company that was surprised me to do this. Like if it had been, I don't know, Valve or something. Sure. At least with this particular uh, with this particular outburst from Tiny Build, his point was that uh, I guess a lot of like video game conferences and things are having having people from G two A as like, uh, you know, attendees or like spokespeople, mm-hmm. things like that. And I think his point is that you know, as as an industry, if you have a problem with that, you really shouldn't be including these people in the community. Well, the the one that the one that gets the most attention is they uh, they are huge contributors to esports, and so there's a lot of esports players who have G two A as their as their sponsors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like you can go on that changes shit a little. We could probably go on some Hearthstone streamers pages right now and find G two A links, and like they're wearing a G two A like sweater and. Um, Man, I mean, half the half the top streamers on Twitch have G2A sponsorship. Yeah, because they're really generous with money and they, they know that Twitch is, you know, huge right now. And so that's where they they funnel a lot of it in there. Written a day ago, Tiny Build CEO calls on game conferences to help prevent the Gearbox G2A situation. Yeah, and I understand. I understand what he's saying, like. Gearbox should never have got it's so funny because again Gearbox basically like sets up this this deal with G2A and then people are outraged and they act just like they didn't even expect it like they just can't believe that anybody had a problem with this and they're like, wait 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 the G2A did what like as though they didn't even know no it's Gearbox it just like didn't Gearbox use like Sega to get something like millions of dollars and then well, and again, yeah, yeah, again, this is this is the company that released Aliens, Colonial Marines, and, and then was like, <laughs> was and then was like, wait, it's not good, and then they did it. <laughs> this is this is just so they, not that they released yeah, Korean Marines and present that it wasn't good. Is that they did it with like fake footage in the trailer? Well, yeah, yeah, that part's shitty too. Uh, and, and let's not forget uh, Duke Nukem Forever, which is uh, another situation that's, that's almost the- identical. <laughs> I, I wouldn't like blame him entirely for looking forever. But well, yeah, you're right. They no, bought like a they, shitty property and they released that anyway. Yeah, they literally did just like step in and say like, "All right, here, let's just shit this out and make some money," and, and they did. And uh, I mean, that's kind of what they're doing with Borderlands. Like, they just let's just let's re-release this shit and make some money. They want a good game that we released. By the way, Borderlands sucks. I'm sure. I'm sure Trevor likes it, but uh... so <laughs> eight, eight days ago, G2A why? Why would you say that? Because it's a loot fest. I don't know if you've never yeah. ever played it before, but if you want to, I have. If you want to, I like the first one. I didn't like any of the sequels. You Sorry, Trevor. Trevor you're the guy on the podcast who likes all the crappy games. You like loot. Yeah. You like the loot. I do. <laughs> I like the loot. You like the loot. Right. Yeah, I mean, so Heroes 2.0 comes out next week. That get, that's going to be awesome. See, I can't wait for you to look at like numbers side by side and, <laughs> and decide which number's higher. And 
<laughs> no, there's no loot in Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, G2A, idiot, G2A accuses Gearbox of defamatory statements and says it won't change its business. So Gearbox and G2A are already beefing. Yeah, man, now they're enemies. Randy Pitchford's back on our <laughs> side because we pay his salary. Oh, shit. What a diss, bro. <laughs> so wait, how is Mr. Shifty? <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, so we're talking about a game. <laughs> and we're never not talking about games. The yeah, tangents I mean, so hard on this podcast. All these are games. Oh, yeah. We, we, oh, we man, did a thing where we tangents. tried to like, focus for a bit, but... That's over now. Right, right, right. We need that. Like, uh, we need some. Can we talk about tangents for a bit? <laughs> Let's go on. You know what? I got a couple thoughts. Hey, that on was tangents. my joke. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Michael. Didn't. Anyway, so Mr. Shifty. So Mr. Shifty is basically a glance. He looks like Hotline Miami with teleportation, and it is kind of a bit like that. It's uh, not. It doesn't have the variety of weapons. That all the Miami does is more focused on just punching, um. Um, and it's also um, it does a lot, a little bit more than just imitate Hotline Miami for no reason. Um, it um, it does a lot of things with traps and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you have like lasers that come and kill you, and you know flamethrowers and stuff like that. Uh, but it's how can I put it? It's missing that thing, like that style and, you know, kind of like all of the surrounding bullshit that make Hotline Miami kind of great. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of sterile. It's basically the story mm-hmm. is that you are this guy that's climbing at this building to steal some plutonium from some other guy. That's, that's the whole story. <laughs> you, have an, you have an assistant that... Uh, it's kind of just narky and doesn't do much, but it, she's kind of like, I guess, a joke on like most assistants in these games. Um, but that's kind of all there is. And, and I, I admire that in the sense of like, you know, it's just a game that gets on with it and fucking lets you play. But it's kind mm-hmm. of, at the same time, you know, um, it's a very short game. So I'm going to f- probably finish it, if not tonight, then tomorrow, because... I started playing it today, and I'm, I think, very close to the end. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'll ever pick it up again. Like and sorry, I don't, I don't really know too much about the game. Um, is it, it's like a top-down game? It's a game? top-down. Um, so you, you play a, this one. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's a better comparison than Hotline Miami, but there's really not. So uh, go play Hotline Miami, and then you'll understand. I don't even know what that is. So I guess it's a it's a it's a top down shooter. Your your aiming is controlled by your shooter mouse. because you don't have actual like that's true. shooting. That's true. You punch. Yeah, it's all about it's all about teleporting. Um, yeah, so you teleport oh, okay. like through through buildings and things like that. It's one, it's, buildings, it's one hit. Uh, it's one hit kills you, just like Hotline, right? Right, one hit kills you, but the enemies are a little bit more resistant than that. So a lot of them take two or three hits. Uh, there's a very limited amount of weapons. A lot of them are just strong weapons, like you know, you will pick up, I don't know, a base or something like that. Um, Have you found it to be difficult? Because I recall playing the demo and mostly getting through it okay, but there was one part that took me like four or five tries uh, before I was yes able to get and through no. it. Yes, so it's, it's difficult in the sense of like Hotline Miami, where. Um, you know, one mistake and you're dead. But it's, I don't feel it's particularly hard. Like one, I don't think anything will take you more than a couple of tries. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it does have a lot of bullshit where, like, you know, the first time will probably get you. Like, it has a lot of gacha moments, you know? Right, right, where there's just something unexpected or something right. like that. Um, but besides that, uh, I don't found, I haven't found it pretty, you know, any particularly difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... It's the kind of game, I think, where they expect you to play it over and over and try to beat your times and the number of deaths that you got. But, uh, like I said, I don't, it's not like good enough to try to, um, you know, to do it more than once. Like, I, don't I can feel your excitement. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is what it is, man. What do you want to say? Yeah, it's, it's, it is what it is. Sounds sounds all right. Oh okay. shit! Uh, time I don't know how much it's selling for, but I wouldn't pay more than like a couple of bucks for this. Oh, what is it? What is the price? Bucks? What is the price like $2? on it? dollars. Let me see. I think it's. Uh, Are you out your mind? I could get a unicorn frappuccino for that much. I hope it's nine ninety nine, but it looks like it is fourteen. Uh, mm. No way! This game is worth fourteen bucks. Yeah. Oh, it's on the Switch. I saw that. Oh no! You have to buy it. Yeah, I have Ooh, to. Oh, it's on sale right now for thirteen forty nine on Steam. They have doubled the number of games I can get on the Switch now, so that's actually <laughs> pretty exciting. Oh, tiny build. Um, that and Shovel Knight. Can't wait to play Shovel Knight. Oh, boy, another thing arms, that's though, weird right? is like it's had some slowdowns. Really? Mm. Which is kind slowdowns? of it's yeah. A, it's made it, game, it's made right? in Unity. I, I have a feeling. Um, I, oh god! Uh, it kind of looks like you have, might have in. I don't know that for sure, but I I would bet you that it's made in Unity. I could I could tell you at, at a glance if it's Unity. Let me see. Yeah, look at it. Yeah, I will. I'll tell you literally at a glance if this is Unity or not. I remember when Unity was like the exciting new thing, and now it's just awful. I mean, it could still be used well, but like if I see a 3D game and they're saying they're making it in Unity, my expectations immediately. Drop like like when ukulele. When I found out that was going to be in Unity, I'm like, oh, so it's not going to work well. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Sounds Sh- like you're right. Mr. Shifty is made with Unity, for the record. Yeah, this looks this is Unity. Yep. If you if you tell me if you say I am playing an indie game, a 2D indie game, and there's slowdown, then uh, I am pretty confident in saying that it's a Unity game. And actually, uh, Polygon just posted an article a couple days ago saying that the Switch version. <laughs> Has uh, some pretty uh, serious slowdown issues too. So the, the weird part is that it doesn't even have slowdown where you think there will be slowdown. Like when everything is exploding and you're teleporting all over the place, and there's like 70,000 70, enemies, there's no slowdown. But uh-huh. like you're just walking around, and suddenly like the game skips a frame. It's you're, like what? You're, you're walking down like a dim hall, and it's like ah oh, no 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 right. whoa whoa whoa. <laughs> Easy yeah, the game's like whoa, dude. What are you doing? Yeah, so it's just it's it's not an optimization. Well, I mean, it is an optimization. It's it's shoddy craftsmanship, pretty much. Like, right. It's, it's just not does, didn't get the time and attention and love that it so deeply deserved. And you know, like I said, that's not to say that Unity can't be a perfectly competent engine. Um, but I think uh-huh. it's, I think it's just so. Uh, well, I'm sure there are lots of games that are uh, made in Unity yeah, that, huh? are, that are pretty good. Let's let's uh, let's let's reduce that optimism a little. Um. Here, let's see. I'll I'll read you a list of games made in in Unity. Uh, okay, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, it's nothing I've heard of. Um, 
Oh, Fury, <laughs> the PS4 game. See that one. That one's that one's good. I didn't even know what's made in Unity. Uh, Super Hot Fury. was made in Unity, and Super Hot ran pretty well. Um, Final Station ran fine. Uh, oh, I thought we were talking about what's good, not what ran well. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, that's a whole other problem. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, I think we're talking about mobile 2D games that will melt your face. Wow, that sounds good. Hollow Knight was made in Unity. Has anybody played that yet? No. Nope. nope. Man, I really want to. I just I don't want to get it until it's on Switch because I want an excuse to use the Switch <laughs> for something. This says Ori and the Blind Forest was made in Unity. <gasps> that Mark doesn't sound so right. right. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, this this claims uh, to have been Unity, uh, or at least partially. Um, yeah. All right, that's all I got. So. Oh, maybe it was. Well, there well you they go. did. Looks like uh, looks like Tiny Build picked up Yandere Simulator. <laughs> did so they? Yeah, they, that. Uh, yeah, yeah. They did. That's, that is actually not a bad match. Uh, That's actually not a bad match, no. <laughs> uh, except for the part where it's never going to come out. Or maybe now it will. Yeah, and just be missing true. a bunch of features. Uh, a lot like uh, Party Hard. <laughs> yeah, similar. Uh, which, by the way, Party Hard 2 is announced, if you guys didn't see. So, oh, yeah. This. Looks really curious. You're going to be partying hard again in no time. There's going to be a Punch Club too, as well. Yeah, I saw that this year. Well, there damn well better be because I need to know how that story ends. <laughs> what are you doing, man? No, remember you got to the island and then you. No, uh... I don't remember, but I can play. No, but I told you guys a story. Yeah, well, no hey, one. We don't remember that. that. I punched yeah. to a certain point and then I was about to punch some more and then it said to be continued. It said no. Oh more. yeah, you said no more that. punching. Man, you, don't, was... you don't get to pull that shit with your like indie game that's made with like two dollar assets. Okay, <laughs> actually, hey, that that gives me a question that I want you guys to run through with me here. What's like a what's like a cliffhanger that just fucking pissed you off? Can you think of anything off the top of your head, especially in games? Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. How about Mankind Divided's a good one. No, the real thing on that ship. The what? What are you doing on that ship? What are you doing on that ship? What, what is that from? The ending to Halo 2. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Halo, that one that's legendary. Halo 2 is a spectacularly uh, heinous cliffhanger. That's a very good one. Um, I would uh, say the Doghead games, but I already knew when I bought the first one. Um, but it was still bad enough that I didn't buy the second one. Oh, you know what? You know what? No one ever talks about that really annoyed the shit out of me is uh, Alan Wake. No, oh yeah, fucking Alan Wake. That's right. Alan Wake pretty much. Holy just shit! Like, we were supposed to get a port part two. And we never did. Alan Wake right. pretty much just like doesn't end at all. Like it, it, yeah. And I, I I didn't play the DLC, so I don't know if there's anything to to glean from that. But from what I understand, no, like really. the, the DLCs, the DLCs like kind of an alternate universe kind of thing. Yeah. Like, you remember the in-game TV show that's like the Twilight show? Mm-hmm. Uh, Twilight Zone, sorry. Um, it's basically that. Like, like you're playing an episode of that, pretty much. That annoys the uh, shit out of me. So, like, yeah. Yeah, Alan, and it's Alan got Wake. nothing to do with the main story at all. You're still Alan Wake, but it has nothing to do with anything. And I mean, like, I don't mean, like, I don't mean, like, they revealed, like, a little bit. Like, like at least Mankind Divided has some kind of semblance of an end. Um, 
but this is just like straight up like nothing is answered any any yeah. question you had at the start of alan wake you still have at the end <laughs> like it's I, I i have to agree with that and i actually cared a lot more about alan wake than um halo 2 halo, halo 2 was just something i knew about plus halo finish so there was that um but yeah and then he kept i was going. really invested in alan wake too alan wake had like a great lore to it i yeah, know what happened that, to that guy's pretty life. big what was that wasn't the game pretty big? It was supposed to be. Uh, I don't know how. I mean, it did all right. It's it, it sold pretty well. Uh, it's one of it, it's not Respawn's most successful game, but it's got to be up there, uh, pretty high with it. Oh, it's um, made by the same people who made um, Max Payne. Uh, that and oh, I like Max Payne. And uh, isn't that who does uh, Titanfall? No, uh, it's not Respawn. It's, it's not, Remedy. It's not Respawn. It's Remedy. You're right. I misspoke. Oh okay. Uh, the, yeah, they did. They did Max Payne, and then they did Quantum Break this year. That was what they decided was so important that they shouldn't finish. Alan <laughs> Wake. Was like, hey, uh, my my, you know, one of my new friends. Uh, he sent me like this article on all the shit they had planned for Alan Wake as well. Um, looked like it'd have been awesome. You know what else pissed me off? Um, and I know it's supposed to be part of a, like a multi-part game, but the ending to Dot Hack. I don't think what else. I don't know if I know about, but but I I believe um, never even heard of it. Isn't it similar, the DOS hacking game? Isn't it similar to like Xenosaga, where like yeah, yeah where they basically. just they planned they're like the games are really bad. They're like, hey, guess what? This is going to be seven parts, and you're like, yeah, this yeah. is never going to be seven parts. Like you guys, aren't gonna, <laughs> <laughs> you guys aren't going to fucking weird. make seven of these. You you spend like all this time. Um, um, it, it it's it's a it's a single player MMO. Which is as dumb as it sounds, and it was like mm-hmm. one of the first, um, like one of the first RPGs where your party was all AI controlled, so it was like very imperfect, and you did a lot of healing. But your goal is to find the different keywords to these different dungeons so you can explore them, and you learn about this mysterious thing that's like hacking players and um, sending them to comas in real life and distorting the world, um, and you have a special bracelet that turns. Um, uh, bugs back into normal pieces of programming and you spend all this time fighting this mysterious dungeon and you get to what you think is the final boss and it's like you know what i'm just gonna leave see ya and the game ends interesting sounds satisfying. go, go by good. part two <laughs> by part two hey actually uh while i have my premonition powers you guys want to know speaking of uh things that end in cliffhangers that never get resolved you want to know what your next big one's gonna be Sure. A song of ice and fire. Never get, <laughs> never getting resolved, baby. Uh, oh yeah. Get ready. What do you mean? Is it like they're never gonna end it? Well, I have the books. The books are not gonna get finished. I'm just calling it. Oh. Right that, gotcha. that fuck's gonna die before he finishes on little fucker. <laughs> he's actually probably at a point right now where even the one he's writing is probably thinking about splitting it into two. Like you're you're never gonna know how that shit. Oh, uh, like really the ends. old the old um Harry Potter ploy. Or whatever. The show is going no, to end. No, 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 no. Because Rowling delivered, man. She said seven books, and she needs seven books. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, she, she wasn't 97 right. when she started writing them, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But the thing is, um, like, I don't think uh, Martin knows how his fucking book is going to end. Supposedly he does, and supposedly he's told the show. No, no, no. How... It, this is my theory. This is what happened, right? So he based it on the World of the Roses, right? Mm-hmm. And if you know history, the War of the Roses, the person who won was the uh, exiled bastard child. So that would be Daenerys. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But I think like people realized that and like called it. 
And now he's just kind of like... Now he's not interested anymore? Right, like he just kind of like wants to do something else, but he doesn't really know what. So he's just kind of... Just fucking around. Uh, he does seem know, like, to... Uh, he, he, has, he has like an affection for characters that I don't particularly find endearing or interesting. And like characters that haven't even made it into the show. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. It, it's obvious that there's some point where he just starts like dilly dallying and and just kind of like doing his own thing and like yeah whatever. We well, spent a long time with uh, Quentin Martell. Quentin Martell and uh, A- Ariane is that her name? Ariane. Um, Aria. I, I, no, not not her. Everyone likes her. <laughs> <laughs> what really? It's going nowhere. I'm sick of it. Yeah, well, well. <laughs> Who are you talking about then? You'll have to watch the show. Uh, her, she's in Dorne. Her name's Ariane or whatever. Ariane. She's a, a Dornish person. Oh, the the princess that got. She's like in some kind of ambush or something. I feel like. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she tries. Oh yeah, to, who cares? Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that's the that's the thing. Is like he loves <laughs> he point. loves her. Like nobody cares, but he does. He fucking loves her. I'm trying to think is of, she only in the books or mine? Uh, yeah, she's not. Yeah, she's only in the books. She's not oh, okay. in the show at all. Because gotcha. because I I think Lucio and I were pretty excited about an entire Dorn season and they wasted all of that. Yeah, they didn't do shit with it. Uh, and so. it, and it's weird because it se- he makes it seem like it's really important in the books, but uh, it, it obviously isn't in the grand scheme. It obviously isn't. <laughs> it clearly is not. Um, same with uh, uh, oh, he loves uh, Victorian. And like that guy's never showing up in the show. <laughs> no way. So, but he spends on a boat. he spends a shitload of time on that guy, and I just think it's weird to like have that much affection for a character that uh, clearly has no real purpose or meaning <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. But I, sometimes whatever. I feel like that's part of the point of like Game of Thrones. Like nothing has purpose or meaning. You think it's mm-hmm. just, that's it? Just I agree. masturbatory. <laughs> like point. he's just enjoying it. He's like, I'm going to write about a sexy girl in the desert, and I don't care if you no, guys I, don't I, like, like it. Like I. I, I, I think like there is a little bit of that, yes, definitely. Sexy girl I, that, in the desert, too. cool pirate. That too. <laughs> that's what that's what I want to write about. I mean, good for him. I agree. Good for him for just doing whatever he wants. Like, I like that. But don't expect if you're if you're just holding on and you're like, man, like poor Michael who said like, oh, I'll watch the show after I finish the books. Yeah, you're not. You're never gonna. <laughs> you're never gonna. Well, once he once he dies, I'm pretty sure I can you know call that good. You'll give up the ghost and just uh, will you watch the show or will you it, just will you just always wonder? <laughs> I'll probably just kill myself. He'll make up his own head cannon. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what everyone so, else does. You're gonna open a Tumblr. I mean, to be honest, and make up his own head cannon and do like weird porn of the characters. I mean, I bet you there's a lot it, of fan fiction for this shit. I, oh, in, sure in my head cannon, Egret is still alive, and with Jon Snow. I, I'm actually genuinely curious. Who is your favorite character, Michael? Me? Yeah. Uh, probably Jamie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that actually yeah, that, that makes, makes, Jamie's that a makes good pick. so much sense. That's perfect. <laughs> They kind of, uh, they kind of, not, not to spend a whole bunch of time on Game of Thrones, but they they kind of fuck him up on the uh, on the show, though. They, they yeah, of, they do fuck him up on the show. They sort it's, of ruin like, a lot of what makes him work in the books. I mean, he's because he's redeemed slowly over time in the books, and then every time you think he's redeemed in the show, he just does something extraordinarily evil. Yeah, he's again. like he's oh, like okay. he's like I'm a I'm a cunt by the way, and you're like oh okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, then maybe I'll like him more. Like, why you gotta be? Yeah, maybe I think you will actually. I think you'll enjoy him. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. But w- whatever, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that shit goes. Um, you guys want to hear about severed for five seconds? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why not? I've been One, sitting on this only game. Five seconds. I've been sitting on this game forever. Three. Oh shit, Four. shit! It's a game. It's a game. It's by Drinkbox Studios. Uh, I didn't even get it out. Uh, they're the they're Cut the it out. they're the folks who made Guacamelee. Did any of you guys play that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's actually it pretty. Great. It's pretty good. Uh, if you like Metroidvanias and you also have an affinity for luchadors, uh, you I don't. you have. <laughs> Sounds like it's my kind of game. It, yep, uh, it's it's right up Trevor's alley. There's no loot though. Sorry, no loot. No, that's loot. all right. It's loot free. Just luch luchador is that you got me right there. I got you. You're into that. Mm-hmm. Right. For sure, dude. All right. Are you are you being serious? Because if so, you really no. Need I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm not. <laughs> I was gonna say like you really. You're actually like the person that game was made for, and I don't think I've ever met that person. So I was kind of excited for a second to like share this with you. Uh, but yeah, no, actually, Lucio and I know the person, the exact person this game was made for. Yep. Really? <laughs> yeah. And he's do. Irish. He's Irish. Oh, <laughs> and, and he likes luchadors, huh? Like sure luchadors. Does. Whatever. All right. Cool. Well, he should try it. But <laughs> Severed has nothing no, I mean, to do Not only has he tried it, he got us all to play it. So Yeah. yeah. He's um, going to us play it. Severed is like a wildly different uh, departure for them. Like it's it's a completely different. Like Guacamelee is like fun and 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 bouncy and has like this lively cartoonish world. And Severed is like fucked up. Severed is no, you, uh, you get your arm cut off like in the first five minutes, right? You, you do, yeah. You you don't have an arm. You're missing one of your arms, and uh, you're you're a girl whose uh, family basically is is kidnapped by. These these uh, demons or enemies or whatever, and uh, you basically set off to uh, rescue them. And the way that you do this, it, it plays like a uh, you know those Japanese dungeon crawlers that are first person, where you just walk down like a hallway or whatever. Yeah, we were it, talking about them last week. It, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hell, yeah, it plays like one of those. Which I when I very first opened it up, I was like, oh god, what have you done? <laughs> like, why did you get this? Because uh, it looks it looks horrific. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but so have what, a, what a glowing endorsement! But yeah. the the pleasant surprise is actually in in the combat uh, because when you run into an enemy, uh, you actually go into like a, a battle uh, screen, and the enemy will be directly in front of you, and you use the touchpad to swipe your sword at them, uh, basically, and uh, all the enemies in the game. The, the first one that you fight is kind of like a, a monkey shaped guy, and he's got like four arms. And he'll he'll block, but he can only cover so many parts of his body at once. And so where you see an opening, you slice at it. And then um, he'll move and cover the part you're slicing at. And so you'll change positions and slice him somewhere else. And as long as you can keep a chain and don't accidentally run into one of his blocks, you'll build up what's called your sever meter. And if you fill it up, once you kill the enemy, you'll be given a chance. He'll kind of like freeze in time for a second. And you'll be given a chance to cut off all of his limbs and that's kind of awesome each one that you cut off is used as an upgrade point in the leveling system so the the uh gorilla guys that you fight early on they have four arms and so when they die they'll freeze and you can cut off all four of their arms if you're fast and you you do have to be pretty quick and uh you pick those up and those those are spent to you know uh, upgrade your system there's all kinds of different enemies that are all super creative and also super fucked up in fact there's one uh who's like uh, 
Oh, go I, ahead. I, I, I've got a couple of questions. First of all, you played it on the Switch? I'm actually playing it on the 3DS. Uh, oh, because I was thinking of getting it for the Vita. So. Uh, it, that would be that would also be a pretty good one. I I am not sure if I would enjoy the game as much without a stylus. Uh, I it really feels right with a stylus. I don't know if it works as well with your finger. Um, you you could try. Um, the, the enemies and, and the sole reason I picked this game up is because I was upstairs one night and I'd been playing the Switch like in bed quite a bit, and I wanted to play a video game, but I didn't want to walk downstairs to get the Switch, so I. I opened up my 3DS and bought <laughs> <laughs> the first thing you saw. Bought the first thing I saw, pretty much. Um, but I've been really pleasantly surprised by how good it is. And and so here's where things get. So does it? Oh, go ahead. D- d- sorry, because you were you were talking about like the, the creatures and the enemies. I'm wondering, is it is it another Mexican mythology? That's what no. it looks like. It's like some kind of Mayan. No, no? What is well, it? yeah, I think Mayan's actually probably a, a fairly good okay. reference. But I would say beyond that, it's it's pretty wholly original. Uh, the enemies don't really look like any particular. There's there's one that really like triggers me that, that I don't like when I <laughs> when I see him um, because enemies build up attacks so they'll they'll have a little red bar that's around their icon on the bottom of the screen and when the bar fills up that's when they'll attack and most of the enemies when they attack you um, what they'll do is they'll they'll like telegraph their swing basically and if you swipe in right. the o- if you swipe in the opposite direction you'll just cancel out their attack. And sometimes you'll also stun them for a second so that you can get a couple free hits on them. Um, but there's one enemy in particular who it's, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a gigantic lotus pod, except spikes come out of the pod. And it just gets like bigger and bigger and bigger. And it looks so gross and just like really distresses me. I mean, lotus lotus pods are gross to begin with i don't like that enemy at all like seriously i'm pretty seriously triggered by him uh when he when he starts to get big but so the the added complexity here with the combat it starts out simple enough where they drop one enemy in front of you and you you have to you know fight him but the where combat starts to get really tricky is eventually they start dropping multiple enemies all around you on all four sides of you and actually sometimes even more than that it'll it'll even get to a point where there's like six different angles with enemies that you have to worry about and um that gets super complex because you have to watch their bars and when you see an attack you'll you'll want to you know flip over to them so you can counter it and uh, you have to make some pretty serious like heavy decisions about uh you know how not heavy decisions but i should say like you have to micromanage a lot you have to really keep your eyes on like health and uh, pay attention to what you're doing. And if you want to level up, a lot of times you'll be able to get an enemy down to the health where he would die, but you actually won't want to kill him because you haven't filled up your sever bar yet. And you, right. want, to, and you want to make sure you do fill that up so that you can cut off all their limbs and, and uh, <laughs> level up. Um, but it's... Uh, I mean, that sounds... What is this game rated? Uh... For everyone. God, I feel like it should be M. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is a little bit of a spoiler. Um, but it's not huge. It's like the first chapter. The first, uh, you, you have to go rescue, I think, your brother, your father, and your mother. And the first one that you find is your brother. And when you find him, he is dead as fuck. Like, he could not, he could not be more dead. <laughs> and he's like, he's entangled in these vines and they're like growing out of his eye sockets. Like, he's, oh my God. He's like really dead. And you you take his uh, you take his body home and, and lay it in bed and then go out and search for your other family members who I'm guessing will not be in much better shape. Um, 
I have a feeling that when I find them all, I'm going to bring them back to life. Uh, How long have you played so far? Uh, probably like four hours, maybe three. I, I don't know what it is about. There's something about dungeon crawlers that love being dark. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I mean, I just love that shit. Yeah. This game is like super messed up, like for real. Um, I'm trying to find a rating here. I don't. It's rated. Oh, never mind. You, what do you got? You were going to say something <laughs> racist, weren't you? No, someone already made the joke, and so then I remember. I remember I heard it. Oh, oh I'm sorry. What do you um, mean he was going to say something I'll repeat racist? It. Here, right? I mean, what? The, the sign of a good of a good comedian is stealing other people's jokes. It is T. You can be the Carlos Mencia of the podcast. Uh, I can make it racist now. if you want. <laughs> no, and this game's right. on iOS too. Did you already say that? Yeah, you can get it on your phone now. Um, I'm not sure how well it controls without buttons. Um, yeah. That's always a problem. And there's also, uh, you, you'll you'll have to consider, I mean, you only need the buttons for movement. Like, during combat, you, you could, it won't be a big deal. Um, but I, I think I would prefer buttons to the, the touchpad simulating buttons. Um, having said that, the game absolutely needs touch. So you could never play this on uh, any other system. And I think that's why it was largely ignored. Like, I haven't really heard, none of you guys knew that much about it, except for Jay, I think. Nope. Um, yeah, I never even heard of it. Yeah, um, but it really is uh, pretty good, actually, and and it, it's a very substantial game for a mobile title. So if you did play it on your phone, I think you'd get a lot out of it. Having said that, I got to a point where the combat just got too tough, and I haven't been able to get past it. And I, I honestly like gave up before before pressing on. What level was that, Jared? Level one. Well, no, I rest. <laughs> I told you, I rescued my dead brother. Um, yeah. I, mean, I, I will say there there are enemies that I have not seen yet. Uh, so, oh wait, here's here. You guys want to see a picture of my brother? Well, he's dead. Not particularly. Alive. Look how fucking dead this guy is. Like he's dead as shit. That guy ain't coming back. Um, yeah, wow. that's pretty dead. <laughs> I've seen deader. <laughs> I've seen deader. <laughs> like that guy. That guy is done for. Um, anyway, if you want a like very unique super fucked up game um i would definitely recommend it um but be advised it is all those things and it looks like there's a ton of enemies in this game that i haven't seen yet um your armor gets like super messed up too you're wearing like someone's teeth on your chest like this game is nice this game is i think i want to get it actually it's seriously it's bonkers this game is just absolutely crazy it sounds like they're all my area i like growers. i like shut this messed up yeah, uh, well, in that regard, and like I, I like said, the fact that your brother is dead. The the combat's a lot of fun, uh, uh, like I said, super stressful, but but definitely a ton of fun. Um, so I would uh, I'd recommend it. Um, it, and like I said, it got it got kind of passed over, but I think it deserves a, a little second look. So yeah, anyway, that's severed. I Sounds guess cool. I, I need a good 3DS game. I was I went on a, a trip this past weekend, um, and you know, it was take the 3DS when you go on a plane ride. And uh, I actually was playing some Zelda uh, Ocarina of Time, and that game was really fun. I haven't played it. I bought it just to buy it, and then um, a long time ago, and then I played it just to you know have something to do on the flight. And I was like, man, this is why this game is so good. Everybody you know loves this game. Um, but what, it's you mean because you'd, you'd it still never, holds up today. You'd never no, played I played it, it when I was a kid. Okay, I played right. it when I was a kid. But then, like going back to it, I don't know, ten years, tw- fifteen years later, and it's like it, it really is. It still holds up today. That game is still fun. Um, 
Yeah. And uh, it's uh, but yeah, I need a new I need a good 3DS game because I was digging deep going for that Zelda because um, I didn't have anything else. So Jerry, Jerry, uh, play through uh, Fire Emblem. You know, I don't really care for those games. No. Um, yeah, the, uh, the, 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 actually, the, the 3DS library is pretty good, man. You know? Yeah, yeah there's, it's, there's it's not too bad. I played a lot of them on there, though. The latest Pokemon is a huge disappointment for me. Um, did not enjoy Yeah, it. I agree with that. <laughs> uh, I really liked X and Y and Ruby and Sapphire. Those were fun. And then somehow they just decided, let's scrap this model that we've been using that's been perfect forever and go a different direction. And it was not. Uh, you know, I... I appreciated it. I want to see to innovate, but yeah, from yeah. what Jay had described, it actually see, sounded more like it was laziness than, than it was. It, it felt like I mean, it, I, it's I, it doesn't. It's not quite the right word, but it feels like a casualization of Pokemon, yeah. which is already yeah. a simple game. Yep, I agree. <laughs> so, and, and it's so they like took out the, they took out the bad or the gyms. I was like. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, it's kind of like when Street Fighter released without Street Fighter. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you know what's so weird about it is that a lot of it is simpler and easier, but a lot of the actual battles wreck you more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like they're like actual competitive players that had a hard time on just some of the PVE content. And that's a really weird direction to go with the game, where if you're making everything else easier, but you would make um, battles a little tougher to get through. Um, I know that's what turned me off. It's like, uh, yeah, I mean, battling is the main thing in Pokemon, but I I enjoy going to the gyms and solving the puzzles there instead of just doing these linear challenges and all that kind of stuff. It yeah, well, was, let's, uh, uh, let's do this for our uh, like final exercise of the day, then. So, uh, Zelda... Breath of the Wild, uh, basically the Zelda series has been refreshed and revitalized and uh, beloved by all by switching to an open world game model. So my question to you guys is how, what type of game do we switch Pokemon to to fix it and make us all love it again? MOBA. Okay, Doug's making, <laughs> Doug's making a Pokemoba. All right, what else we got? MMO. MMO, that's a good choice. Yeah, MMO, yeah. I'd vote for that too. That's, that's what that's, I'd vote that's for the too. Obvious. I'm I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go play a little devil's advocate here. I'm gonna say uh, first person shooter. I think that that is. <laughs> I want to say cart racing game. Cart racing game is <laughs> that's actually you know <laughs> what Lucio. That's actually that probable. Or, uh, cut, I'm not gonna fucking lie. I would totally play a Pokemon cart racing game. <laughs> I would. Well, pro- that one's actually throw. probable. You okay. know they'll do I, it. I, 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 don't, don't give Lucio too much credit for that because you were talking about earlier what kind of Persona spinoff we would get, and that was the first thing he jumped to. You want cart racing? He's been so on this car racing. So he's got cart racing on the mind. Because I was able to use the <laughs> racing thing all day. I mean, you know, I can't think of a series that would not benefit from being a cart racer. I think <laughs> la- la- Last of Us. Um, oh, I can. What if Half Life Three came out, but it was a cart racer? <laughs> Well, that'd be great. Gordon Freeman. So, Michael, what's what's the series that you think will not benefit from being a kart racer? Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to make the same <laughs> damn joke. What is Zinger? <laughs> oh, yeah, but I actually sincerely Doug, hate Mario Kart. Tonight. Yeah, I know you hate Mario Kart. I don't get it. It's a perfectly fine game. If you like bad, boring games, yeah. Nice. Michael, in your yep. Mario Kart kart game, are the little Mario Karts in their own little karts? Wait. Oh wait! Now, it, now I think we're getting something that I might uh, might be down with. Yeah, that's like Mario. That's Kart it. That's the formula. Mario puts his car in a car, 
and then drives to wherever, wherever he goes. I mean, that sounds like the next Mario game. Period. He throws a little cart that then throws a little shell. No, no, what we need to do is we need a Mario Kart. <laughs> we need a Mario, Mario Kart, but it's, it's a hardcore, like, racing sim, like Forza or Gran Turismo. <laughs> oh, God, that sounds awful. That sounds... <laughs> That sound, like that caused me that caused me to like shiver all down my spine just now. Oh, you know what? Actually, I think I want a Mario Kart where the cart drives Mario. But because it's still a cart and Mario is still a person, all it does is just like rip up his back because he's not like a vehicle. Right, right. You just want a game. You just want a game where Mario is killed by a car, if I'm understanding correctly. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, but there's a racetrack too. It's a given. All right, all right, cool. Okay, so did we fix Pokemon then? What did we decide? It's an MMO. Okay, MMO. That's for sure. That's too obvious. I think. Oh, uh, maybe an MMO kind of racing game. Is there is there a problem with Pokemon being open world? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Follow me here. Follow me here. RTS. What do we think? No, I, I can see it happening. They, I think they already have a. I think they already have Pokemon one. Wars. Pokemon Wars. <laughs> Isn't that what I was playing? Wait, what was the samurai one? Isn't that like a tactics RPG with Pokemon? Yeah, basically. Pokemon Conquest. And you go about subjugating other. I don't know what you called them back then. Principalities. Yeah. What were yeah. they called, Michael? States. Clans. Hmm? Um, what are the regions? Sure. Yeah. Let's just stick with that. Prefectures. That's it. Prefectures. Yeah, prefectures. You, you subject different prefectures, different castles, all that shit. Yeah, that's what you did. Just like, just like they did back then. All right, we've overstayed our welcome. Hey, everybody. <laughs> we so overstayed our welcome when this podcast started. Thanks for listening to our yeah, podcast. So we appreciate we appreciate you listening to our podcast today. And if you enjoyed it, uh, the next one's going to be even better. So. Be sure to stay yeah, tuned. That's, that's what it's been these days. Everyone's great podcast update. Hey, man. For next you know what? Week. It's not our fault that they release all the games in like two. The yeah, first seriously. Yeah, that's, that's true. This is, this is the podcast for the year, guys. That, that's it. Because they're not going to release anything else. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's true. So if you're not liking this, then it's not going to get any better. So Just come back in eight months for game of the year. But hey, go check out, <laughs> uh, go, go check out our website. It's enemyslime.com. Go follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're at the Enemy Slime on both of those services. And um, I think with that, we should probably be out. Good day. Bye-bye.